0: This is a St. Jude moment. Imani is our first child. When she was about five weeks old or so, something seemed a little bit off. There was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor. The second we arrived here, there was not a single other care in the world except for Imani. Food, housing, transportation, treatment, it was taken care of. St. Jude made that happen. Donate now at stjude.org slash curingkids. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network.
1: Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind it's time to master your mind with dr. Erica
2: hello good people and welcome to master your mind with dr. Erica thank you for joining me today on my show I appreciate you Listening for those of you who are just tuning in. Thank you for joining. For those of you who've listened to uh, my show before, thank you for continuing to listen. Um, shoot me an email and let me know that you like my content. Let me know uh, your ideas and other topics you would like me to talk about. You can reach me at gm.psy at gmail.com. I hope that everyone had a restful holiday, uh, whether you celebrate Christmas or not. Hopefully, you had some downtime to just relax. And as we're coming into the new year, the new decade of uh, 2020, I am starting to think about really uh, finding Your passion and really focused on what do you want? What do you feel passionate about? And in this process, I thought I would um, name the title of this show Finding Yourself in Your Passion. Because when you learn more about what you're passionate about, you begin to find yourself. Find out more about who you are. And so I always like to start with some questions. Um, And so I have some questions for you with this idea of finding yourself in your passion. So really, it begins with asking yourself the question, what are you good at? What do you do that you enjoy doing? that you want to do more of? What makes you smile? What do you do that makes other people smile? What do you do well and that comes easy to you? What do you do out of love and it brings joy to other people? These are just a few of the questions that I want you to begin to ask yourself so that you can learn more about yourself and learn more about what you're passionate about. This definition of passion is about a strong, intense emotion. It is about um, doing something that fills you with pleasure that, that you desire to do. It's about having a strong emotion or burst of love, intense desire or enthusiasm for something. These are some of the uh, words that came up in the definition of passion. It's about learning more about yourself. I know that we talk about this identity, this concept of identity and and who we are and how in the developmental stage of adolescence a lot of the exploration and self-evaluation is about identifying with a parent or a peer or a teacher or with someone that we admire and really think about who we want to be and so finding yourself in your passion is really about asking yourself who are you and and, and who do you want to be and what do you like versus what you don't like and I think that this whole concept of trying to develop this self concept in this identity is really a progression it's not just one developmental stage but I think it's an ongoing developmental uh, progression that happens over the course of your life not just in that adolescent stage because I uh, am what 48 years old 49 years old I think and I am still uh, developing my self concept and, and and tweaking and, and and maturing and growing who I want to be and who the and what the concept of myself is and so I uh, want you to understand that as, as human beings we are constantly experiencing things in our environment we're constantly learning and growing and changing every day we are different and we see things in in a slightly different uh, way with the new experiences and, and the new changing that has occurred the day before and so our ideas and, and what we like and what we're passionate about changes, and that's okay that's actually a good thing because the more you learn, the more you grow and the more you develop and mature your uh, your self concept and your passion about different things sometimes um People have one passion and they, at a young age, say, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. And then after they grow and learn and mature and and maybe have some of those experiences, they say, you know, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. And so I just want to give you the permission to change, to change what you once thought you were passionate about, what you once thought you wanted to do, and, and, and try new things. That's the the blessing with being able to explore new experiences and try things that you haven't tried, different activities that you would not go to. Try those different activities so that you expand your idea, expand the, the possibilities of things that make you feel good. And really, again, Taking time to nurture, focus, and commit to yourself so that you learn more about yourself and so that you can begin to identify what you're passionate about. And so there are just some, some things that I want you to focus on, just being more conscientious in your day-to-day and really thinking about what do you want for yourself, what is Makes you smile? What fills you with positive emotion? What uh, what do you do that makes you feel warm inside? What do you do that makes you proud of yourself, that you feel good about, that you want to share? What do you do that comes easy, that you do well, that makes others smile, that others compliment you on? that you can share with the world, that you do and would do it for free. Those are just some of the things that I want you to focus on as you begin to reflect on what you've learned in 2019, what you've learned from your experiences, how you've grown as a person. And as you look towards 2020 and really thinking about You know, what do you want from yourself? What will make you feel good, feel proud? What are you passionate about in trying new things so that you can grow and expand without limits and without boundaries? And, And then ultimately, I want you to begin to write it out. Every day, start your day Writing out what your goal is for the day, what your goal is, what you want to happen that day, what your intention is for the day, what you're thankful for for that day, and really see yourself doing something, whatever it is, that gives you joy, that fills you with warm, loving emotions visualize yourself the beginning of the day doing whatever it is you love to do doing what you're passionate about doing doing what you would do even if you you didn't earn any money just really set the intention first thing in the morning and really focus on being that being that person, being that person that is is, is just a reflection of you and being that best self that you know you can be. And the one daily affirmation that I really want you to begin saying out loud to yourself in the mirror if possible is I. Make millions of dollars doing what I love to do. I do what I love to do every day, and I make millions of dollars doing it. Affirm every day that you make millions of dollars doing what you love to do. And in finding your passion, you are learning more about yourself. More learning more about your talents, about your interests, about things that give you joy, that make you smile, what motivates you. You're trying new things so that you can explore. If you don't know what that is, you're uh, evaluating what comes easy. And I just really want you to begin to affirm and believe that you have within you A special talent perhaps multiple special talents and you see yourself doing and engaged in those things that give you joy and that you love to do and if it's multiple talents then you see yourself combining them marrying those talents and really demonstrating and giving and sharing with the world the various talents that you share and, and really being your best self because you're doing what you love to do. You're doing it and you're motivated and you want to do it every day. And you're in setting your intention every day to really focus on your, your best self and really focus on that person that, that you love and identify yourself as that person. Pat yourself on the back and tell yourself, good job. I'm proud of you. Affirm every day that you make millions of dollars doing what you love to do. Thank you for joining me um, on the first part of my show. On the second part of my show, I have a a beautiful uh, guest that will talk about her passion uh, for cooking. how she has found herself in her passion I hope you join me and I'm wishing you a wonderful uh, new year to come take care
1: have you heard of the tremendous results of CBD oil that has really changed the lives of many Hi there, I'm Jules Johnson and I've got to tell you about this amazing CBD oil that Dr. Erica is bringing to the forefront. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Well, CBD oil is now legal in all 50 states with no prescription required. Dr. Erica Montgomery, a licensed psychologist for over 23 years, has many of her clients taking this exceptional quality of CBD oil, which has improved their feelings and emotions with daily stress, insomnia, anxiety, depression, and oh my goodness, so many other symptoms. Well, the question is, why suffer? Hemphappier.com can change your life. It did for me. Remember, CBD oil does not have any THC in it. And this means that you won't get high from it. And yet, you get the life-changing properties that come directly from Mother Nature. It will improve the quality of your life dramatically. I promise. Go to Hemphappier.com and pick the dosage that you need. That's Hemphappier.com.
2: Hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you for joining me today uh, on the part two of my show. I have a special guest with me today. She is a junior in college, and she prefers to be anonymous. But she is going to share her passion and um, kind of how she developed her passion. So. Thank you and welcome, special guests, for coming on today.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
2: (laughs) So can you share with uh, my listeners uh, what your passion is and a little bit about this relationship with your passion?
0: Absolutely. Um, So uh, currently I am a junior in college, um, but I'd say my passion um, for as long as I can remember is or has been cooking and baking and everything in the kitchen. Um, I have wanted to, you know, just been in love with cooking for as long as I can remember. And I try and incorporate it into like my daily life as much as possible, even though I am a college student, which can be a little difficult to do when you're um, on campus and you don't have access to a kitchen. Um, So I'd say when I come home, that makes it even more fun and even more um, significant, just having the opportunity to uh, do some stuff that I love. Um, But also being able to um, share the product of that with uh, my friends and family and seeing how happy it makes them and seeing how much they enjoy it. I think that's a main reason why I got into it um, was um, the joy that it brought to other people's um, faces. So I think that's a huge component of why cooking is part of my passion.
2: Okay, Okay. that, that sounds good. So let me ask you, what is your favorite thing to cook? what are you passionate I, about cooking?
0: I get that a lot. Um, people ask me, oh, what's your favorite thing to cook? Um, it's more of like my signature dish, um, and I, it's baking, uh, and I make these double chocolate chip cookies. My mom calls them chocolate chocolate cookies, um, but they're these double chocolate chip cookies. I make them um, constantly, um, whether it's for, you know, uh, holidays or, um, someone asked me to just make them because they're in the mood for them or, um, my mom wants them and she wants to hand them out to her friends. Um, but that is my signature thing. Um, I've made them so many times. So I don't know if it's now my favorite thing, but it's kind of what I've become known for. Um, people will say, oh my gosh, these are some of the best cookies I've ever tried. Um, and they've been like, oh, why are you not in this profession? Um, Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm more into baking than cooking, I'd say, but I feel like at some point I would like to do a little more cooking and take a, a step back from baking.
2: Okay. So do you sell your chocolate, chocolate cookies?
0: I do sell them. Um, whenever I come home, I do get, you know, people texting me and calling me saying, can they place an order for some cookies? And I'm more than happy to, you know, fulfill those requests, um. I also do like lemon bars and um, bread pudding, which are also some pretty popular ones that I make too. Um, I made some for my mom's birthday uh, once and people were like, oh my God, where did you make these? Um, They taste like um, these cookies that uh, I think CPS schools used to make, but I don't know (laughs) because I I haven't tried it, but I guess there's these really um, great shortbread cookies that CPS used to make. And so they said that the base that I would make my lemon bars, um, they tasted like that. So, I mean, that was a compliment to me because I heard they're really great, but um, yeah, I do sell them. So if you are interested, you can, um, you know, message me or let me know um, and I'd be more than happy to fulfill those requests.
2: Okay, so um, now do you have an advertisement on like Facebook or just just pretty much people that know you can get access to it? Because I mean, When you think about finding your passion and you're really good at something and people respond to you and that's what fills you with, you know, good feeling that people respond to you in a positive way, then you think, well, maybe this is something that I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is what's going to bring me prosperity because I'm sharing something that I'm skilled at, something that I do well. Have you thought about making this a business?
0: Oh, absolutely, I have um, thought about making it a business and I am in the works of, um, I guess, creating something so I can, um, you know, give it to um, more people, reach more audiences. Um, So I am in like, you know, the works of, you know, what can I call this business or, you know, what can I, you know, sell? Um, Where can people, you know, find information about it uh, if they want to go ahead and order something? um so very much in the beginning of that process but um it definitely has been something that's on my mind um just because people have said you should sell these um and i know that um if this many people do enjoy it and i enjoy it as well i think it's a a very it could be a very successful um thing so i would love to um oh, initially i wanted to you know have my own restaurant um that's way way down the line um but i think that has always been in the back of my head. So, I guess starting small with oh, cookies and you know, sweets like and baked baked goods um is a good place to start and then once you kind of establish yourself, um you can kind of open it up to more things and get a little more creative.
2: Mm-hmm. It's true and I think that, you know, they say whatever you do out of love, you do well. And it sounds like you really get good love vibrations when you're cooking can you tell us a little bit about maybe some of the things that inspire you when you're cooking or some of the things you think about, or are you listening to music or do you cook alone or do you cook with loved ones? What's the process?
0: So I, I feel like I'm a perfectionist when it comes to cooking. Um, One with baking, it's more of like an exact science. So if you mess up one thing, then it's going to change how the entire, you know, dish comes out. So when it comes to baking, I am a little, like, can people get out the kitchen? Because um, I would prefer to do this by myself. Um, but it's more so because I always want to put my best foot forward. I don't want to give you something that's average. I want to give you something that's really great and that's going to you know, leave a, a positive note um, after you try it. So um, I would say I am kind of a perfectionist when it comes to you know, being in the kitchen. I am typically alone. Sometimes I'll listen to music Um, but it's also my kind of go-to thing when I'm kind of uh, down in the dumps or uh, just want to feel good. So I'll be like, oh, you know what? I haven't tried making this before. So um, let me go to the grocery store, get what I need and, you know, try this. And if it doesn't work out, then I'll retry it. I know one time I made uh, homemade croissants and uh, it took me forever. I think um, I was up for like 24 hours i think making it because i messed up but um it was you know letting the dough rise and you know doing a multiple you know rounds of folds and um it took forever and my friend you know came over and she just like kept me company while i was doing it but um i was so fixed on them being perfect um and they came out really great but i was just like wow i'll never forget being up you know drinking coffee watching the sunrise watching the sunset while i made these croissants um, but they came out great. So, you know, but that's something that I don't make as often because they do take such a long time. Um, but the process was still fun. Um, just more time consuming. Mm-hmm.
2: And, I, and I think that's the thing, you know, when you find something that you're passionate about, you'll, you'll, you'll spend hours at it. Exactly. You'll, you'll exactly. lose sleep over it mm-hmm. because you want it to really um, be a reflection of, of who you are. I feel like when people find their passion, it's almost like they find themselves because it represents who you are or a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, your willingness to, to go the extra mile so that people like the end product. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. So now are you studying this in college? or is your college um, major
0: completely different from your passion of baking? It is completely different. At first, I tried to see if it was something that I could major in, um, but it was focusing more on a different component, um, more on the nutritional side as opposed to the cooking and baking. So um, I decided to go back to my original major um which is political science <laughs> um so there's nothing to do with nothing to do with cooking but um i kind of i don't want to say i taught myself um because my parents um definitely helped me um but i think i kind of graduated to um higher levels of kind of cooking so um at that point it's like okay i'll teach myself how to make something i've never been intimidated to try um Something because it might look hard. So I tried making um, French macaroons. Those are kind of difficult to make, um, but I was just like, okay, I'm not gonna not try because people said they're hard to make. Um, So I'm very adventurous when it comes to um, trying new things. It's just about finding the time to do so.
2: Yeah, and and I was thinking about that too when you said that you prefer to cook alone. I was thinking about how it's almost like meditative. You know, mm-hmm. because you're in your zone, you're working with your hands, you're smelling the aroma of the the different spices and the baking, and it's almost like you know you're you're in that zone, and it's it's kind of good for your spirit while mm-hmm. you're you know while you're doing it, and it's a it's a healthy outlet uh, for you. Um, but I was wondering, do you typically
0: eat what what you bake? Uh, so that, that depends on how much I make that, um, dish. So these cookies that I make constantly, I'm not going to lie. Don't eat them that often because I make them all the time. Um, but if it's something that I don't make as frequently, um, I will, you know, well, I taste it. I spend a lot of time when I'm in the kitchen, I'll taste stuff. So then by the time it's ready, I'm like, I don't necessarily want to try it. Um, because I've been, you know, tasting it, but I always have someone, Um, at my house, it's willing to taste it and they'll be like, okay, like maybe more of this, maybe less of that, or that's like spot on. Um, so yeah, if you are at my house while I'm cooking, you will definitely end up, you know, taste testing something. (laughs) Now, do you make everything from scratch? Um, yes, yes. So my, at first I would, um, look at a number of recipes, um, to, um, get a gist of how to go about making something and then I try and make it into my own thing. So I don't like just taking someone's recipe because at that point, like, you know, anybody can do that. So I try and find ways to make that recipe my own by substituting this for this or changing that for that. Um, so that's my approach.
2: Okay. Have you ever, I'm um, just thinking about how, you know, baking and sweets and sugar um, kind of gets a bad rap. Uh, with people who are more health conscious, so I'm wondering if you um do anything that's more uh like maybe um you know healthy or um, you put vegetables you know in there <laughs> hide them in there and um they taste good and it's a you know
0: um i I understand the like health craze um and wanting to like you know make everything vegan and um healthy but sometimes I think that things taste better when you just kind of I don't want to say put the bad stuff in it but it's I'm not gonna lie if you use butter as opposed to using you know a substitute like coconut oil or something like that it's going to taste better with the butter um in my opinion that's just <laughs> so you stick way. to the stick so to the raw materials I try I try and stick to the raw materials and then sometimes people will walk by and they'll be like that's a lot of butter like that's a lot of sugar and then they'll taste it and they'll be like oh that's really good and so I'm like <laughs> just you know maybe you don't have too many of them um but I would like to I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say this but um it's kind of using i know there's now a market with cbd and thc yes um i was so thinking about infusing i have the done CBD. that B, I've, I've infused um i guess the thc into um some of my um uh baked goods um my friend um wanted to you know give them out as birthday um or party favors and so he was like oh uh, you're really good at you know making stuff could you potentially try and you know incorporate this into this right so i did and he was like this is really um these are really great and so i told him i said you can do a lot more stuff with this it doesn't just you know stop with rice krispie treats or you know cookies you can you know there's a world of food you can make with um using thd and cbd products
2: yeah you're absolutely right and that actually is such a growing market with the whole legalization of not only medicinal marijuana but uh, recreational marijuana in a lot of different states and so um and you know i uh, have my uh, cbd dispensary that i uh, provide for my patients and and just for anyone who wants to get healthier um, and so I think that's a great market you know especially with the baking because exactly you know, that's
0: like a little extra kick in, in right so it's like not only you're eating you know sweets but you know you feel good after you eat. yeah you're
2: getting the medicinal uh, piece of it so oh, thank you so much beautiful lady for joining me uh, on my show today and uh, you take care
1: Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit Hemphappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.
0: This is a St. Jude moment. Imani is our first child. When she was about five weeks old or so, something seemed a little bit off. There was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor. The second we arrived here, there was not a single other care in the world except for Imani. Food, housing, transportation, treatment, it was taken care of. St. Jude made that happen. Donate now at stjude.org slash curingkids.